0: hello and welcome to flipping and mashing a podcast about pinball arcade video game movies whatever else we find in our game rooms that just so happen to pop up with with me is parnell and with parnell is ryan Now blow my eardrums out perfect uh ryan how's it going
1: oh it's going swimmingly man let me tell you uh just want to let you know, boy, do I have a deal. <laughs>
0: um, are you drinking anything tonight?
1: Man, I'm not drinking anything tonight. You had cracked open something
0: before this podcast, though. I did, and I already drank all of it. <laughs> did not you buy like six cases of this stuff?
1: I bought two boxes. <laughs> Each box is like six cases. Yes. Oh, yeah. And it's gone. Uh, no. no, no, no. I'm just trying to use it sparingly because I've already been through a box and I've cracked open the second box. Hmm. So, uh, but I was drinking a Lagunitas hop refresher. It is the most refreshing, lovely, non-alcoholic hop water, sparkling hop water. Uh, that I think you can possibly find. Because me and Parnell have had a few now, because uh, I've been kind of uh, dabbling my toes into all the different ones. And there's some that taste kind of like carbonated sewage water. And then there's this one, the Lacanitas. And it is Mwah. perfection.
0: Uh, yeah, it definitely tastes like beer. Not very potent, but it has more of an IPA beer taste and it probably is the m- most bestest hop water I've found.
1: Oh yeah, without a doubt. I did find some uh, CBD water, carbonated water up, at, up in your neck, right at the local liquor store near you. That stuff was kind of interesting. Uh, it made me really relaxed um really so yeah yeah Hmm. but it kind of tastes like you would expect something that's cbd flavored so oh okay yep so if you don't like that flavor boy howdy are those not for you (laughs) (laughs) because that's all you're getting chewing on hemp yeah no that's just about it drinking on hemp, actually um yeah so parnell
0: uh hey hey you're hey. just skipping ahead. What? Hey, Mr. Man.
1: What did I skip?
0: Me. My drink.
1: Oh, my God. What uh, are you drinking tonight? I, My, my lovely Parney.
0: I have cracked open a Sun Seeker Shandy from Third Street Brewhouse. These are a very refreshing summer drink. They just got back in season, and I have been buying cases upon cases. When I see them at the liquor store.
1: Perfect. You can bring me down some tomorrow. Because spoiler alerts. Parnell's coming down to my place
0: tomorrow. Whoop whoop. Yeah. If everything pans out. Which it should. We have some things. Some things have have happened.
1: We do. It's partially why I've already drank a Lagunitas. And Parnell has presumably cracked open a. Whatever the fuck. That lovely Shandy thing was um because we're kind of celebrating tonight everybody tonight tonight was a good night (laughs) so uh parnell i guess before we get to you know that because that's really probably the juiciest thing that we have um what's going on in your basement right now you know you got got anything going on any change-ups you know maybe selling skill roll where 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 are we at (laughs)
0: <laughs> I have put a chastity belt on skill Rule, and it's locked to the wall, mm-hmm. but ACDC has left the building as of, I think, last week.
1: Got oh my God.
0: Last week. We actually had a listener, Ryan from Wisconsin. Uh, he reached out. At first I thought it was you messaging me. <laughs> then I read you know, the name. And uh, his last name was different, obviously. And uh, we were just chit-chatting the other day about a bunch of uh, just pinball stuff and and the P3. And I didn't want to tell him that I sold ACDC yet. I wanted to, you know, say it on the podcast. But, yes, I was having a hard time keeping it a secret. But ACDC is gone. That money was already spent. I bought um, stock in Laguanitas.
1: That is not true. <laughs> Correct, I mean, yes. you should buy some stock in Loganitas, but uh, yeah.
0: So, so uh, that's uh, most of the way there to a P3. We're just saving up the rest. Uh, and Swords of Fury is sold and leaving as well.
1: <gasps> Gasp.
0: Yep, Chris sold it to someone. and So I'm going to move it to your house as a transitional location to the next person so
1: it's gonna take a lot of restraint not dragging it downstairs and setting it up until uh (laughs) they come to pick it up i'm gonna be really honest with you
0: (laughs) well if if the person that's picking it up can't grab it for like a couple weeks i mean you might as well
1: i you know what i was thinking the exact same thing i
0: might as well (laughs) i i played it the other day and uh Yep, I really like it. It I like mm-hmm. it, I don't love it enough <sighs> to, to to pay the price they command. Sacrilege. But like the music is very catchy. I love those tunes. And then the um the shots are pretty unique and they're fun to hit. However, the lock shot is kind of a bitch to hit. The lock and... shot
1: is a super bitch to hit.
0: That and the the tunnel to get the far right shot is also kind of a pain in the butt. And those are the only two shots that really make me like the um the upper horseshoe is hard but doable. And when you hit it, it's very enjoyable and satisfying. But those two outer orbit shots, uh just make you angry all the time. Mm. And those I don't like.
1: Yeah, and I wonder if some of that could be down to, like, maybe flipper adjustment.
0: Oh, uh, uh, yeah, potentially.
1: Yeah, yeah it's possible. Not, so. not, You know, just saying. I'll probably dick with it when it's down here, because I don't think they're going to come <laughs> get it for, like, a month. And if that's the case, then <laughs> I hope they weren't counting on a specific amount of plays on it, because uh, it's going to have a few more. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't think you'll notice the difference. the The game is more of a player's condition ish.
1: Yeah, it's like some bastard player's condition. It's, it's not like, collectible. Like it, it's not it really the,
0: high end, but it had the playfield decal done on it, like the overlay, which makes the playfield look good. But then everything else, like the cabinets, kind of worn out. I don't know. Yeah, it well, definitely
1: fucking painted over the front of it.
0: Yeah, which you don't notice unless someone points it out. Yeah, but it, then it's really obvious. Yeah, c- correct, <laughs> yeah. That cool artwork is gone. I yeah. mean, Old Bally's had all black on the front.
1: Well, yeah, but it's not an Old Bally.
0: Yeah, it, uh, it definitely made money at the height of the hype. Uh, uh, yeah. Otherwise... Well,
1: and you get to hear,
0: LION MAN!
1: Which I mean, come
0: on. Like, who doesn't like that? It's pretty fun. Yeah. I like the multi ball music. Like it changes I could I could definitely see a sequel being pretty fun. You know, I'm gonna be honest, I I think I
1: I do really, really enjoy um Swords of Fury's music. And maybe I haven't played it enough for it to really, really grow on me. But fuck man. I absolutely love the chip tunes out of F fourteen Tomcat. Like, I it's not the most like technical, but goddamn, can I just get down to that? <laughs>
0: oh, I see you saying, yeah, it's. I don't want to remember it. I had it, and I can think of it, but maybe it's because it was my second pin. You're very nostalgic to it. And you had it twice.
1: Maybe, yeah. I'll probably own it more than twice. I, I guarantee you another one's going to find its way home into my basement again. Uh, in One day I'll break the system 11 curse. And I, that's probably going to be the biggest reason I don't bring it downstairs is because system 11s and me, we just don't fucking get along. <laughs> like you can put us in a room together and, you know, I'll, I'll just be sitting there in the system. Eleven, will be like, hey, fuck you. And I'll look at the system 11. I'll be like, fuck you too. And then that's normally what happens. So, but the second F14 I had, I did overcome its issues. Uh, I did buy it with some issues. However, uh, I did sell it and it was in complete working condition. The first one, not so much, but that's okay. Uh, All right. So anything else? what about golden tea? I don't remember if we mentioned that or not.
0: You might have. Uh, Golden Tea's gone. Because I think we did last show, because that's when I then came to your house and we talked about.
1: Oh, yeah, probably. Your... Well, listeners, if you didn't catch it last episode, Golden Tea is gone.
0: Yes, Golden Tea is gone. And what else? I delivered it to some warehouse in the middle of nowhere. I was a little freaked out, but. I
1: don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to fucking hear it. You went hey. during the day. You went <laughs> during the day. There was sunlight out.
0: Now we're even.
1: Mm. I don't hey. know if we're even.
0: Golden tea is heavier as well. It was kind of a pain in the butt. Mm. Okay. Um, mum, 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 mum. I have a belly kiss for a friend. And I'm going through that. I actually, on the phone with you today, booted it up tested it. It had a very funny electronic smell, but there's no smoke. No burning. Except for the scorch mark that is on the driver... behind the driver board on the metal. But I took the driver board out. And there's not a burn mark on the board. So I'll clean that up. I have a new MP unit. I'm going to clean some battery... battery. What they call it? The alkaline has dripped down onto the lamp driver board. Uh, just a tad on the back of some of the transistors, so I'll clean that board, and then I'll try to repair the MPU for fun. But I have a new MPU board in it from Wee- Weebly, so I'll just see if that works. But I ordered the LED adapter so that it doesn't flicker like crazy, and then I'm still waiting on pins for the dot one size Molex connectors and I can repin the rest of that. Otherwise all the 156 stuff is repinned and done. And the displays have these little burn dots which then eliminate that segment. It's driving me bonkers enough where I think I'll buy the Wolfpack display kit where it's a do it yourself, you get all the parts and PCBs, you solder it all together yourself. I did those for Galaxy in red. And I think I'll order them an orange for this belly kiss.
1: Yeah, you should.
0: But then, like I have new pop caps and new rubbers. And the drop targets are the old, like, worn out. And that's driving me bananas looking at the play field. But I don't know if I should care.
1: I don't think you should care in this instance. This is for a friend. We need to preface that. So, like, you're... Yeah, so... I think it's going to play just fine with the worn down drop
0: targets. Well, it's the paint that's worn, like not the tops. It's just the, the it's like a bullet. Uh, yeah. Target. Yep. That's just gone off all of them. That's fine. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> just if get was, some decals.
1: Charlie will love you forever if you do.
0: If it was my game, I would be on the hunt for a new play field, new plastics, all that jazz. Like I go stupid, but to Ryan's point, I'm trying not to. I've already spent too much money. But that's what I'm good at. Uh He's what in else? The business
1: of losing money. Oh, I, I love
0: so. losing money. I pay money to lose money. After does. I've seen it, after Bally kiss is gone and sorts of fury is gone, I can start poking at the skill roll. Um,
1: maybe. You might have something else you got to poke at a little bit.
0: Yeah, but I won't have that all, all you know, for two weeks. No, no, yeah, it'd be cool if you could get skill roll working,
1: because you will get bored of it then, and then you'll sell it. That's what I'm really banking on here.
0: Yeah, somebody's doing the coin acceptor in metal, and I've been pondering if it's worth the price, and I just can't, I can't fully justify it yet. It depends on which price they quote me. So we'll see. Uh, otherwise, yeah, it'll just be in my game room and my kids, I'll put a stool in front of it my kids can just drop drop nickels in. I could slowly make millions off my neighbor's children.
2: Because mm-hmm.
0: there's yeah. no free play. You have to put a, a quarter in, or a nickel.
1: Well, let me know how that works out for
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have the hot glue gun for Sparky's little cap. EL wire, and I got those drop target repair things for Ghostbusters I got to put in. So, I got a couple things left to do. Otherwise, my big project that just popped up tonight is your update.
1: Yeah. So, I guess I have I have a little bit of a game room update. Um, nothing crazy, you know. It's not like I got a game or... Oh, wait, I did! <laughs> um, so... Listeners, I now am in possession of Rick and Morty Bloodsuckers Edition 558. Uh, It arrived here Thursday last week, and it was kind of unfortunate because it ended up getting here. We set it up. We put a few games on it, and then the next day, Friday, we packed up and went camping. So that was super cool. Uh, So then I really wasn't able to play it until uh, we got back Sunday. But I've obviously been playing the shit out of it since. And uh, my God, is it a ton of fun. Uh, If you don't like the game or the the show, um, I don't think you'll absolutely fall head over heels for the game. I still think that the game has a lot of merit uh, because it is so unique. But uh if you like the show or you love the show, man, boy howdy. You son of a bitch, I'm in. Uh, cause it's it's great. Um so I do have that. I've absolutely been loving it. Uh zero regrets in selling black knight, who did leave my basement, and now uh Rick and Morty has replaced it. Um I have not gotten around to, but I really need to rebuild the Slimer Mac in my Ghostbusters because all Ghostbusters seem to need some amount of work to them. Um, so my Slimer Mac and my Slimer Motor. My Slimer Motor sounds like a three-year-old playing two notes on a recorder when he goes up and down. It's Ooh, pretty interesting. It's very loud. It sounds kind of like a car backing up. It's like... <laughs> just over and over and over. And it's just like Slimer, shut the fuck up. Like I'm, I'm done. Uh, and he doesn't register well. So then he's just constantly making this weird noise in the background. It's super cool. So I got a new motor assembly arm, like the arm and the motor uh, that needs to be replaced. And then I just need to rebuild the whole Slimer Mac because I bought all the parts, but didn't buy the complete uh, assembled one. Cause it was like, half the price so i gotta figure that out but that shouldn't be too bad i'll just keep track of how the one that's broken was put together and swap it out um other game room updates i think i'm getting closer to the point where terminator 3 needs to get a shop job because he's playing like hot dog shit so uh, i think that's coming up here soon gonna throw some super bands on him and Presumably, he'll never need. He will never need another set of uh, rubbers for the remainder of his life. Uh, you
0: know, is there even that like... many rubbers on Rick and Morty?
1: On Rick and Morty?
0: Wait, which game are we talking about? Terminator Two. Um, just going over. You like... don't have Terminator Two. Terminator Three. Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's not that many rubbers on T three though, right?
1: Well, I'm telling you right now, the, more... the slings need new rubbers and they
0: need, uh, at minimum, new sleeves. <laughs> I was going to say there's probably more sleeves on that, right? Because it's very fan, mm-hmm. like tons of shots. Yeah. No, there's not a ton of rubber. I'm sure there's going to be some that you
1: know are going to be a total bitch to get to because there's only like five layers of things um, in between the top of the play field and. You know, ultimately, underneath the glass. But yeah, that needs a shop job. My P3s running amazing. Absolutely loving the new heist code. Um, can't say enough good things about it. I absolutely think that they knocked it out of the park, and I can't believe that they added so much more to the game that I already considered to be more or less complete. So. I think that that's really, 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 really awesome. Um, other than that, you know, I guess those are like my big game room updates. I'm not going to get too much into Rick and Morty tonight uh, because Parnell's coming down tomorrow to play it for the first time ever. He's never played one, uh, and we'll do a, we'll probably do like a full review episode uh, where we just kind of gush and talk about it because Parnell watches Rick and Morty as well, so. I think you'll get a kick out of a lot of it.
0: Uh, I, yeah, I, th- I think we could do like a full episode on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then and then you could kind of talk about that. Because I don't... Did you play it before the code update? Like before you updated it?
1: No. Okay, so I you was didn't... instructed by someone who will remain <laughs> nameless to do a few things to it. Uh, the first thing that I was instructed to do is swap out the default flipper return springs, which I think are dual springs oh weird yeah it's like a spring inside of a spring it's it's some crazy shit um i was instructed to take those out and replace them with wpc era flipper return springs which i did and uh i was instructed to immediately update the code to the beta version i have not updated to the newest version that dropped yesterday uh which is official and they supposedly continued to resolve some of the flipper related issues that the game has uh some people have seen uh i also adjusted the end of strokes which is there's definitely been some adjusting that i've been doing with the game but yeah it's not a huge deal i i think i mean i've bought enough new inbox pinball machines to know that there's potentially going to be some stuff you got to adjust out of the box and uh yeah no otherwise it's been Really great. So, but we'll get to talk about that next episode. Uh, I really want to get into the juicy details of tonight and what me and Parnell were uh, victory lap celebrating at 11 o'clock at night as Parnell cracks open a cold one with your boy, (laughs) which is, uh, Parnell, why don't, why don't you say it? Because you got to see the outside experience this time. You know, you, you got to, you got to live through me but not be me as i went down the scariest fucking road dirt road in the <laughs> middle of nowhere as i'm driving by farms as i'm talking to you on the phone and i'm like this is some like silence of the lamb shit
0: it was funny cuz i've been in that position a couple times and it's very uh exciting it's it's like the addicting why you do this kind of thing but Oh yeah. No,
1: tonight was absolutely a, this is why you're hard to do what we do.
0: Yeah. So I'm sitting in my kitchen talking to my wife about the dry bar in the basement. Cause we're kind of, once these two games are gone, we were like, Oh, maybe we should get it in. And so we were having this deep discussion and I get, my phone starts ringing and I look at my watch and there's Ryan and I was like, well, I can, I'll talk to him in a little bit. And then I hit end call and he calls me again. And so hold like, on. yeah.
1: He ended the first call. I knew he would declined it because it rang like once. Yeah, it was very And then co- it went to voicemail. Parnell was on top of that shit, declining my call. <laughs> I yelled at my phone <laughs> as Chelsea was watching me do this. And I was like, you motherfucker, you pick up right now. And I immediately called him back. What'd you do, Parnell?
0: I, I uh, denied the next
1: one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What did you make me do? Besides Facebook message you and bomb your phone, I had to text him, too.
0: Oh, yeah. You text me.
1: Facebook Messenger wasn't good enough. What did I text you, Parnell?
0: Call me immediately.
1: Why did you need to call me immediately?
0: Okay. So I finally tried to call him and it wouldn't. My phone just kept 10, 20 seconds. It just sat at like trying to call Ryan and I'm going, this is messed up. Like if Ryan's in danger, his phone's broken. And so I texted him back, and I was like, I can't get a hold of you. And then I think finally my phone came through or something. And you texted me a picture of some crazy deal.
1: Yep. So tonight I was blessed by a friend who is the fastest finder in the West for anything Laserdisc-related. Uh, I think I've talked about it just a bit, and I'm not going to get too deep into it. But listeners, if you don't know what a Laserdisc is, it's the best fucking medium, uh, media medium in the entire world because uh, they are like 13 inch DVDs that have data on both sides of them. It's a audio and video, and you feed it into this huge thing. It's just like a massive CD, and it's movies uh, from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. And then I think in 2000. The second half of 2000 is when they stopped making, I think that was the last uh, pressings of discs. But anyways, he messages me and he says, Hey, I think I remember talking to you um, about pinballs. And I found this one. I don't know if you're interested, but here you go. He just sent the link forward to me. So I end up checking the link that he sent me. And it was a Joker poker at a really good deal. And immediately I'm like trying to call Parnell panicking cuz I messaged the guy and he messages me back. And he's like, "Hey man, you know, yeah, it's still for sale, you know. I just posted it up." I'm like I'm like
0: I okay. need to get to you before the entire <laughs> Minnesota pinball world does.
1: I was like, "Can you mark this sold cuz like I 100% want this." He's like, "Yeah, you know, I'll probably mark it sold when you come when you come get it." And I'm like can you mark it sold now? Because I'll I'll come get it. Like I, I I'll PayPal you money. He's like no PayPal, no Cash App. He's like I want cash, and I'm like, fuck. Okay. Now mind you, it's like eight thirty at night right now. By the way,
0: uh, uh, yeah, this gets a little difficult when you're trying to <clears throat> if you don't have a stash of cash at home. This is where it gets a little hard to f- make sure you this, have it.
1: This gets dicey now. The the. The, the saving grace is this guy was like 20 minutes away from me. I mean, I was, it was not in my backyard, but it was right next to my backyard. And so I messaged him back. I'm like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll pay you what you're asking. Like, can I come out? He's like, uh, I asked if I could come out tomorrow. And he like read it. And then he took a really long time to respond and he messages me back. He's like, Holy shit. He's like, I must've, this must be a good deal. He's like, cause I've just had about 70 people message me all asking if they could come get it. Uh, or if it was still available, he's like, so <clears throat> if you want it, you know, it's yours, come get it. Uh, but I want you to come get it tonight. I'm like, Fuck. okay. So I hop in the uh, new vehicle. I got, I got a new Jeep. Everyone, Uh, the Kia is gone. Rest in peace. Uh, It's on to greener pastures where someone will presumably not do the awful things that I did to it, like haul pinballs around using a trailer because I installed a trailer hitch on a Kia Stinger. Uh, (laughs) So now I have a Jeep, Grand Cherokee. uh, And pinballs just fit right in the back. It's the damnedest thing. So I hop in my Jeep and I immediately, I mean, I'm flying over there. I get there. And I'm talking to Parnell the whole time, like, okay, I think, you know, we got this, we got that, that we're going to need to do. You know, he claims it works. And of course, just like every (laughs) pinball deal, (laughs) you get there and damn it, wouldn't you know it, it's not working right now. So I look it over and I'm like, all right, well, you know, this is too good of a deal for me to even haggle. Like, here's the money. Let's just break it down. So, in my garage right now, I have a Joker Poker. Uh, it's not the EM or electromechanical. It is the solid state, so it has computer boards in it. It's not as uh, valuable, I guess, or collectible, whatever, because they're the electromechanicals are the ones without computers in them. They're a lot more rare, but uh, we have a solid state one. And it's actually... I mean, Parnell, I don't know. What what would you rank it? What's what's kind of your ranking? Give me give me one out of ten. You know, one out of ten for back glass, one out of ten for cabinet, play field. Give me, give me, you know, just the rough stuff. What are, what are you thinking?
0: Uh it's one of the top system ones, some Gottlieb System one. Um, I don't know what that means per se, and the back class looks like a bunch of female jokers that are smoking weed but it supposedly has some of the best gameplay from the Gottlieb System 1 era. It's Joker Poker, Countdown, and Sinbad that are the kind of the thought of as the top couple games and this one's valued pretty high so as long as you can get it working uh, however you just have to deal with the System 1 electronics
1: mmm yep he says it works.
0: <laughs> That's what he told
1: you. <laughs> That's what he told me. He, he said, I'm sure it's wor- it works. He's like, I'm sure it's going to be something easy.
0: <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> so, so he's like the normal, you know, non pinball person selling a game on Craigslist.
1: Yeah. Uh. Needless to say, I, I think it's going to take a little bit of work. <laughs> uh. Yeah. And, uh, Flipper rubbers, man, where we're going, well, shit, rubbers in a pinball machine. We don't need those. Not here. We got rocks. I was looking at the uh, rubbers on it and man, (laughs) these things are cooked and then they just continue to use them. So uh, it's going to be fun to take that. I mean, I can only imagine how old the rubber is uh, and get that off there and get some nice rubbers on there. Can be awesome.
0: Yeah, that you sent me a picture and it was odd because I didn't see any rubber, but they were white flipper rubbers, which I don't think they've made for a long time. If they're even real flipper rubber,
1: <laughs> it's a Gottlieb. So really, it could just be some fucking toothpaste squirted <laughs> on there and hardened. Like nothing would surprise me at this. Yeah. point. Yeah,
0: uh, and like the rounded uh, corners or whatever you call it, they're uh, they're pretty cracked. They must be solid rock. Oh, yeah. Well, and,
1: you know, I think the the other, like, really kind of comical part of it was as we're tearing it down. So, listeners, uh, pinball machines have legs. There's one for every corner. There's four in total. Um, they have two bolts that screw into a plate on the inside of the wooden cabinet that is used to attach and hold those legs there. Uh, I don't think this game has any of those inside of it and if they are and I think they actually are uh, they're all stripped out or drilled out I couldn't tell you which so um, disassembling this thing was a lot more difficult than it should have been because it's gonna need some work Uh, (laughs) I think we already have a laundry list of things uh, that it's gonna need it needs new plastics needs new leg hardware like completely uh i think we're going to be able to shine up the the legs though so that's that's a win solid win and the pop bumper plastics man minty
0: but uh you know, yeah i you sent i think it's pretty good i'll be there tomorrow 99 sure and then we'll go over my list i'm making but from the pictures you sent me it looks like it's a lot of just uh It's a
1: lot of little things. Yeah. And that we got shit adds up though.
0: The wiring. Like some of the connectors were cut and then the wires were just soldered right onto the f- board the f- I think they call it the finger or whatever.
1: Hey man, you wanna know something? Oh <sighs> what? You don't have to fucking repin it if you solder it directly to the fucking <sighs> the board. <laughs> <laughs> nope you don't and and thank god whoever you know decided to do this this rig of a job they had a single moment where the heavens parted and a a a single ray of light shined down on their otherwise gloomy existence because i don't know who the (laughs) fuck would do this but they put a connector there Because otherwise, I would have had to have dumped one of the game boards, like the internal CPU boards, like the brain boards, into the bottom of the game, which is not where they're supposed to go during transportation. Uh, So you could still disconnect all the wires and take the head off. Because this is an old enough machine, it does not fold down like the newer ones for easy transport. The head is a separate piece that must be removed completely from the game.
0: Uh, so yeah, you know,
1: there was some interesting stuff in there.
0: Instead of redoing the edge connector, like what I, obviously with the internet now and knowing that similar to a system one, similar to a balier stern, you just should repin everything just because those things kind of wear out and then they freak other stuff out. So instead of repinning the edge connector or getting a new connector, they just soldered it direct. Like cut it off, soldered it right on, and then they added a molex to what Ryan was saying, like in line to the wires going to the cabinet. <laughs> like what? You just, you did the same thing but different. You made more work because now you have to like cut and then crimp both ends and get a new plug on each end. It's like, man. seems like more work there was some i'm sure that they thought when they did
1: this they were being really fucking smart oh (laughs) super smart i'm sure they thought this is big brain like dump truck big brain you know brain waves they were having here because they're like if there isn't a fucking connector i'm gonna always have a solid connection (laughs) but then they added a connector right below that's some shoddy fucking connector that looks like something out of like the automotive department and it's like oh my god like he just moved the problem from like here down to here <laughs> oh man so that'll be fun to fix That that's yeah. a Parnell issue so you guys remember how he said you know skill roll is gonna have to wait a little bit he's gonna be the one to repin it cause he's uh, I believe oh shit I forget the term. He gets off on on being, you know, in extreme pain and, and doing, like, awful things.
0: Misogynistic? So. No, no, that's the bad. Uh, yep. Ugh. Is it a sadist?
1: Yeah, yeah, dang it. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I'm not all about words right now. But, anyways, he's going to do that stuff, because fuck that. like. Uh, but, anyways, so, yeah, we're eventually, maybe tomorrow like maybe we'll get it flipping tomorrow maybe this guy wasn't blowing smoke up our ass it's gonna be an easy fix parnell
0: easy uh sure um (laughs) i am bringing a bunch of gear down i got all my pinning stuff and pins so we'll be able to redo i should have enough pins so we should be able to we should be able to redo, well, especially all since the we pins. have a
1: few connectors that don't even have pins anymore. So. And I can't do that
0: one yet because we'll need to get a new edge connector.
1: But we're gonna we're gonna hope that that connector's good enough for right now to at least get the game flipping.
0: Yeah, it's soldered direct on, so like we should be good until we get the connector. But we'll do all the other ones and the displays. It's gonna be a couple hours of hell, but. I got some like fuse blocks to add to the small transformer for protection. Um
1: It's all right, buddy. At least you don't have to do the fucking drop targets. Oh so the funny yeah. thing about this, listeners, is how me and Parnell actually like physically met. Because we had been friends uh like through Facebook for I don't know, probably a while before we actually like really started talking about pinball because Parnell was like very rarely ever on Facebook. And so it was really hard if I like messaged him. I mean, like sometimes I wouldn't hear from this motherfucker for like two weeks. And then all of a sudden I'd just messenger. randomly be like, Oh hey, how's it going? I'm Parnell. Um I have a <sighs> skill roll that's still broken in my basement. Uh so at some point though we started talking and I was like, hey man do you have any games for sale? I'm itching to get some new games in my basement. And he said, you know what? I do have some games. I was thinking about selling. I hadn't posted them yet. So I bought from you a Baywatch that was re-imported. It was honestly in pretty good shape. I mean, it had a little bit of shark wear, but mm-hmm. I mean, that's to be expected from that machine. Um, and then the other game, Oh man, I am having a hard time. Do you remember what game that was? What was the other game I bought from you?
0: <laughs> it sounds about the same as today. It
1: rhymes with Joker Poker. Yeah, uh, rhymes with Joker
0: Poker. And
1: something, something. It was broken when he gave it to me, and uh, I am just gonna be honest with you guys. I rebuilt those drop targets. Fuck those drop targets. Um, they are a Bitch to replace but i rebuilt them and i couldn't get the goddamn game to work because the small transformer i'm not joking you guys uh the moment i turned the game on it was just like shooting smoke out of the the small transformer and you could hear the sizzling noise of just electricity just like gnawing it away at something it wasn't supposed to be so um Yeah, that ended up not working out, (laughs) and uh, I had to bow out, uh, as Parnell did, and it went on to greener pastures, and God, I hope it's still around, like, in its entirety. I hope the guy didn't just, like, take bits and pieces out of it and just burn the rest of it, but uh, I don't even know where it went exactly, but that one left, and now, sure shit, here me and Parnell are with another one.
0: <laughs> Luckily this small transformer works, so we're off to a good start. Question mark Um one of the good things is that everything is well, it's not fully working, but like everything comes up. So while there's issues, I think we'll be able to fix stuff. Like worst case, we have to kind of start doing some board stuff, and at that point I don't know what we're going to do, but it's one of those, do we just take the hit and get an all-in-one? Or do we try to replace some boards or what? But
1: I think we'll just go all-in-one if it comes to that.
0: Yeah, I'm not fucking
1: dicking with this thing any longer than we have to.
0: I have a power supply board somewhere. I might have put it in my box of boards. The new boards. So I got to go look at that tomorrow morning because it's under my bed.
1: <laughs> you sleep with pinball parts underneath your bed. Uh-huh. That's the yeah. sign of a real pinball enthusiast. Yeah, for everyone.
0: That's where they're safe. And so I'll, I'll I gotta write my note, but I'll write I'll grab that, and I have a couple other like driver board. I have the Lissy One MPU board, which runs with a Raspberry Pi. And so I'll bring that, and so we can try to test stuff. But it sounds like it's like mostly there. We just gotta. It's trying, but that's the thing with like Steve's roller disco. It was like all there, but one thing I was just like, what the hell? So, yeah, well, it wouldn't coin up. Uh, So
1: I didn't get to play that at all. Yeah. And you Uh, sent
0: me a picture and the coin shoot mech switch. I should say the the switch was just the two wires were just together together. And I was like, how you, you can't just solder wires together and like expect free play (laughs) that's not how this works um Uh,
1: yeah no we're gonna have some fun with that one that's for
0: sure yeah that'll be uh we'll be going over that and then uh
1: it's gonna go go on to a greener pasture too (laughs) yeah and eventually uh, probably after we've sunk an all-in-one board in it new plastics all new leg hardware oh god i hope i don't have to rebuild the flippers that'll be a u project i'm gonna be straight up with you i'm not fucking touching those flippers uh,
0: the flippers do have what do you call those things those little rivets Nah, roll pins oh yeah roll pins excuse me i have to do those on my play ball too so i'll oh, probably cool. you'll get practice i'll probably put that <laughs> on my list on uh, things to buy from the pinball resource. Yeah,
1: they're gonna love us.
0: I've already put a couple orders in because of Bally Kiss, so they will really love me when I put this third order in in the week.
1: Marco fucking knows my name. Well, that's because you call them all the time <laughs> like, trying to get your super bands. Yeah, well, no, they knew my name before I ordered. Before I called in and told them about the super bands, because uh, I don't know, like, Apparently, I order a lot of shit through them. Weirdly. Oh, my God. You guys, we're really having a victory lap tonight. 11.41. Yeah.
0: He's cracking open Whoa. another cold one with the boy. I can't put him away. That, was, that might have been a mistake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a mistake for another day to deal with. Tomorrow, actually. Yeah. Luckily, you don't have to head down here till like, 10 a.m., so we'll be pretty pretty chill um yeah i'm super excited to get a fucking joker poker maybe playing like you guys have no idea i bought the game thinking it looked kind of fun and maybe i'd have one in my basement uh from parnell and it has chimes so i was like fuck yeah like some of the most awesome stuff from electromechanical but hopefully with less of the bullshit from electromechanical cause... and
0: tons of drop targets oh yeah oh. oh those fucking drop
1: targets there's like 15 of them <laughs> there's so many and there's such a pain in the ass to swap out Um, but yeah I am excited to hopefully get that up and running and playing because I think it'll be a lot of fun to to at least play it. I wish it had a spinner. God, do I wish it had a spinner? But there's no spinner. No.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. They just gave you drop targets for days. But no, super excited about that. Um. So we'll. I'm positive we're gonna have updates on that. I'll probably get done with my half of the work in like mm, two days. Normally, when I get like parts for everything, minus Ghostbusters, uh, I, <laughs> I like immediately hit it. I have been not dreading working on Ghostbusters, but it has the old not service rail leg bullshit of Gary Stern trying to cut corners and costs where he can. And
2: uh,
1: fuck, I hate those legs, so I just haven't been super excited to get underneath it. But, yeah. Got That's what a, a broom a handle's for. Tonight.
0: Huh? That's what a broom handle's for. That's true. That's what's holding up Bally Kiss right now. Yeah, well,
1: weirdly, I don't want to stick a broom handle underneath my Ghostbusters.
0: No, I mean, it's mostly safe.
1: Well, for a Bally Kiss, there's only like eight things underneath it, anyways, so it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> ghostbusters there's node boards everywhere and coils galore Ugh. yeah just be headache just thinking about it just be careful where you put that broom <laughs> it's all right right now I have Joker poker's head tilted in the garage so maybe I'll wake up in the morning and we'll be missing back glass one more thing to add to the list <laughs> oh boy yep but uh no I'm Super excited about the project that me and Parnell were able to pick up and we're going to get to both kind of work on together to get this thing, hopefully up and running. That's the goal. I'd really like to get a Joker poker in my house and in mine and your possessions. And when it leaves our possessions, it works. <laughs> That'd be a pretty big achievement for the both of us. Cause, uh,
0: it'd be a first.
1: It would be for Joker poker. That one eluded us last time, because those small transformers, when they go, good luck finding a replacement, because apparently that's a really hot item to break. <laughs>
0: Besides everything else that has Gottlieb stamped on it. Um, yes, I spoke to a transformer manufacturer and I was about to ship out a small transformer to them. But then, after doing some kind of poking around, it seemed like, excuse me, the market really wasn't there for it. I mean, it's there, but it isn't. It's yeah. like people want them, but they don't want to pay because it was easily going to be two to three hundred because of the, like how much copper is wound in it and how much time and effort is needed to remake them. And it's like I'm not can't buy five thousand of these things, and who's right. going to sell them? Uh, plus, they're heavy, so there's all this yeah you know, and i think his estimate was about 250 a piece if i ordered 50 so it was like this doesn't seem worth it it's probably better to find a way to build your game without one which is possible someone finally did it so
1: yeah well hopefully we won't be the fucking second that's
0: all i have to well, say the, it works and i have the there's a fuse mod to add two fuses to the small transformer so that it should stop any like solenoid lock on burning out, this, or the displays, is mm. burning out this, the transformer. So,
1: how exciting! You bringing that tomorrow,
0: too? Well, I got the fuse blocks. I just do you have any wire? I should bring my wire no, then. No. I don't have any wire. You don't have anything. I'm gonna bring all my stuff. It's gonna be like
1: two. Just bring trucks. your cordless drill, too. <laughs> Christ, just bring it all, buddy. But yeah, so Parnell, I guess let's go back to a topic I want to talk about a little bit. Um, so you you kind of glossed over it a little bit. So you're gonna get a P3.
0: Oh boy! Yes. And How I'm getting, fucking
1: excited. Are you?
0: I am excited, and I'm also nervous. Okay. Because change is scary. Although I'm yep. just I'm now converting money to a P3. But if you if if you look at it. On paper, it's a very expensive pinball machine. Right. And in theory, <laughs> in theory, it'll be the most expensive one I've ever bought. Yep. At one time. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, for sure. But I'm also very excited because of all the games and play fields you can buy. And Nick Baldridge has a new game coming out for the heist play field, as I will most likely be able to buy the heist p3 system first
1: hell yeah so you're gonna you're gonna be uh running some heists huh
0: yeah and I, that this is the that's the next hard part is then what do you like i save up again to buy another play field and what you know what which one do you get next because there's ranger in the ruins which is ultra addicting or in theory they have another game coming so you do. I, I hope two more uh, coming out or two more old ones, Lexi and Canon lagoon.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and I hope that, uh, Jerry is eventually able to, uh, come onto the show and talk about the next game when he's ready to announce it. I think that'd be pretty great. Cause I've got some, uh, pretty exciting, exciting news here, uh, just between me and Parnell. Um, Apparently a bunch of the guys over at multimorphic listen to our podcast and that is just super cool. So uh, hi to everyone that's listening from multimorphic. Uh, thank you guys so much for everything you do. And um, we are super excited uh, to both soon own a P3 and I can't wait for Parnell to get his cosmic cart racing module so we can play online together because OMG that's going to be amazing. I'll get to kick Parnell's ass without even being next to him. I'm so <laughs>
0: excited. <laughs> well, and if this Ryan in Wisconsin ends up getting one cuz I told him cuz I told him to go play one and he said that some local collector had one and I even said watching streams doesn't fully do it. You literally have to play The Heist and Ranger in the Ruins and like Cosmic Card online yourself. Then yep. Then you get it. And uh, so he said he would go try it out. I don't know when he will do it, when you know people feel safe or when that person has time. Uh, I did tell him to let us know when so we can talk to him after.
1: Oh, yeah, that'd be great to have him on and hear uh, someone that's never played a P3 before. Come on and kind of talk about that.
0: Yeah, because I'm assuming he had similar concerns to the general populace before they bought and or played one. Which is similar to what that person I told you to talk to also said.
1: Yeah, uh, I think I'm going to be on a podcast next week actually talking about the P3 because there's another podcast. Um, Parnell knows the name of it. I can't remember
0: it off the top of my head. It's called Just Another Pinball Podcast, and the guy's name is Joel. And I was listening to his latest episode, and all of a sudden he's just talking about P3, and I was like... I'm going to write in. And then I forgot because I was driving, but I messaged you immediately. (laughs) And I said, fucking contact this dude. You need to talk to him. He has similar questions to what I actually said or everybody else. And honestly, since he's at least interested, he just needs to play it.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I think that there's a lot of misconceptions about the P3 just because it is so different. Um, And I mean, I think everyone has their own thoughts about what something's going to be before they really play it. And I know that you even had reservations before you had played it for the first time uh, where you were like, well, you know, I wonder how the flippers are going to feel. I wonder how the game's going to shoot. Uh, and obviously you loved it because you're saving up right now to buy one. So I'm nothing but super excited for You to get a P three, and for more of our listeners to hopefully get the opportunity to play a P three, whether it's mine or Parnell's, if you are local enough, or at uh, wherever one might be local to you, you know, you can definitely check Pinside to see if there are any that are close to you. Um, You know, obviously, be nice when you reach out, but you know, see if they're willing. And I, I can tell you right now that the owners of P threes all of them that I have dealt with are extremely nice people, just like the individuals that work at Multimorphic. Um, And I can tell you that I'm sure that if you ask nicely and things were set up correctly, as far as for safety and everything else, uh, these individuals would be more than happy to, to share these, these experiences with you that you're going to get that you won't get on any other pinball machine.
0: So I have uh, joined, the Discord for Multimorphic P3 and um, the Slack. I'm not on Slack much because I'm on Discord for everything else, but it is... If you think about the positive community of pinball people, that is P3. Like It is a very inviting, welcoming, warm, positive environment slash community. And that is why I'm really loving it. It's, I, oh, it is a lot different than just the standard kind of pin side slash people being crazy. So it's a it it's really a re- it's a refreshing experience because you get sick of that stuff, and it's just fun to have a more positive experience.
1: Yep. No, definitely some of the the best people that I know in pinball are in that P3 Discord group and uh, our p3 owners and people that work on the p3 like without a doubt so uh, but yeah i'm very excited for you to get your heist p3
0: soon uh, well we're i'm pretty scared. close i'm scared getting i close i almost today messaged jerry and said hey you're gonna have a have a p3 ready to ship in a little bit let's get a quote ready and uh, i didn't i was like well let's just wait and then uh, you said this tonight, and I was like, wow, I should have uh, messaged Jerry, I guess. So it's going to be closer than I expected.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, there's definitely a possibility that uh, that could be happening sooner than maybe you had initially planned if things go according to plan for
0: us. Yeah. So. And then uh, I'm also a little worried of, like, if their next game drops, you know, do I? I don't know. Like, do I get, you know. That's the thing, is if it comes out within a month, like do I obviously you know i watch gameplay footage, but like do you get that? Do you get the heist? I think I'd gone? still get
1: heist because heist has completely, absolutely, unequivocally won me over. Like I I really am in love with everything that um Steven mm-hmm. did. I'm not great with names, Steven. So don't take that personally. I know SJ Silver. uh, I I know that really well. That like that immediately popped into my head and I was like, wait, that's not his name. (laughs) Um, But Steven and Jerry and everyone on the team that worked on heist, I think absolutely knocked it out of the park. And um, I totally think that it is the module to own for the P3. I think there are, a ton of experiences and I I feel almost sad saying that because I do really love Cosmic Kart Racing and I cannot stress enough how much fun it is to play Cosmic Kart Racing multiplayer and Chelsea would tell you that her favorite module uh is tied between Heist and Lexi Lightspeed so everyone kind of has their own opinions and the, their own experiences that they find are like the most exciting and enjoyable for them. But that's what really makes the P3 great is um, there are all of those different experiences, but I can tell you right now, I don't think that there's going to be a single person that can't argue regardless of whether they're team cosmic cart racing or team Lexi before heist came out. Even if they're diehard fans that are going to be buried with, you know, one of those two modules, I think heist is going to be right there on the other side of them either way. So, well,
0: and the game plan is to own everything. I think Nick Baldridge has everything and there's at least one game on every module that I think is worth it. Oh, I
1: totally agree. If I could quit buying, uh, other shit that isn't pinball related, uh, I would be a lot closer to, uh, owning everything as well. Well, and I did buy Rick and Morty, I guess, but Um, The cool thing
0: is that even with uh, me having a family and kids, um, I have a very small, you know, every paycheck I set aside, a little bit of money for pinball. What that means is every year I could buy a new playfield. But if they were the cheaper playfields like Cannon Lagoon, I could buy, you know, two a year, no problem. Um, So that's exciting as well because I think my – my pinball room is out of space. Uh, so I won't be buying any more games once this comes. I think I'll be kind of, you know, maybe if it's like a project, couple hundred dollar game, kind of like what happened on some of my older System 1 Gottliebs or Craigslist finds or what happened tonight. But um, I won't be buying any more like big titles anymore. Like this P3 will be it, and then it'll be nice to just get play fields and start stacking small cardboard boxes everywhere of <laughs> play fields yeah i mean
1: that or you know if you're a really richy rich rich uh you go get some two by fours which fuck spending whatever a two by four is these days but you can uh i think kevin at buffalo pinball or maybe it's nick baldrich i forget who but somebody made plans and shared the exact cuts and plans you need to make a really bitchin like wood holder for your P3 modules to sit underneath a pinball machine. And I think as long as you don't add wheels to it, uh, they'll fit underneath any pinball machine, which is super cool. So you can have multiple machines with play field modules underneath them. So, uh, Or alternatively, like me right now, because uh, me and wood don't get along. Like I've just come to accept this. I have many, many amazing talents in life. Woodworking is not one of them. My arcade (laughs) cabinet downstairs that I hand-built with no blueprints I got offline, just freeballing it is a a testament to that. Uh, Rough edges everywhere. (laughs) If it was a house, uh, the listing would read uh, Needs Lipstick, that's for sure. So... Uh, For now, I just have cardboard boxes that are labeled with each game that the playfields sit in, and if I needed to send one of them in for some type of issue that I had that I couldn't figure out myself, uh, the convenient thing is is they're already in the cardboard box that they're shipped to you in, you just ship it back to Multimorphic, and they can help you work through anything you can't figure out yourself.
0: I think this is going to turn into a P3 podcast, isn't it?
1: I mean, I think we're also going to talk about things We're going to talk about things like The Mandalorian and uh, I I think until Deep Root Implodes on itself We'll obviously get to talk about them And the
0: The crap show that is at The
1: shit show that is going on Over there right now And let me stress this If anyone that's listening works for Deep Root I'm so sorry I'm not mad at you I'm not even disappointed in you. I'm just sorry. I I really am. I've, uh, spoken to someone who has spoken to someone. So it's a tiny bit of telephone, uh, as far as for like some of the working conditions there. And I'm so sorry, like not knowing if you're going to get a paycheck from week to week. That's, that's really tough. Um, but kudos to you guys that are sticking it out there to at least try to make a game come out. Um, But, you know, like in like it's been said, um, I think a lot of people are rooting against them. And I really hope that they are able to come out with a game. And I I hope that they're successful, but it's not sounding like it's going to happen. And that's really unfortunate because I know there's a bunch of people that have poured a shitload of time into this title.
0: Well, uh, the Pinball Brothers are shipping a game that's broken, and I don't know. People still want to buy it, so we'll see.
1: Yeah, I mean, we we will. That's that's a good point. I mean, I guess we can quickly talk about... Um, man, did you see that Guns N' Roses collector's edition on Facebook today?
0: With the post issues? <sighs> Oof. I'd be
1: pissed as shit if I just spent $12,500, if not more... Cause he could have bought it from someone that had gotten the spot and then sold it to him. Sure. I mean, fuck, he could have spent $15,000 or more on it.
0: So yeah. On that machine. 12,000 and up.
1: Yep. 12,000 and up machine gets to you less than 200 plays. You got like literally quarter size parts of the play field art ripping off of the, the wood. Oh my God. It's heartbreaking. I feel bad for him. And the, the worst part about it is, is Jersey Jack no longer offers playfield replacements for when they have playfield issues. Instead, what they tell you is at the end of the run, you are allowed to, if you can prove that there's an issue, they will sell you a new playfield that's unpopulated at cost.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what
1: I heard. Which is fucked. Because that means that Stern's going to be implementing that. Because if Gary can save money somewhere, you bet your ass he's going to save money somewhere. And if he can stop uh, warranting out play fields and instead charging people for cost for him, yeah, yeah he's going to be charging
0: for him. <clears throat> um, that was my fear when they did that for Stern. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen but a uh, $12,000
1: game. Oh my God.
0: It really came down to, yeah, they need to figure their shit out or uh, help people out. I mean, they really don't want to, right? I mean, this is not the first game that's been pirates What the game started. It? Was it, it wasn't Hobbit. Was it, was it dialed in? they had issues with wizard of oz i mean not as many oh that's right the first runs like had chunks of paint between the yeah
1: (laughs) i mean pick a game buddy i'm gonna give you a dartboard that's the size of the wall so were they using merco back then too have they always used
0: i wonder if they've always used i'm not sure
1: i i know that uh dialed ins people had been concerned about it but then a lot of people said that you know it all comes down to like hearsay. Right. And you're going to, yeah. it's, it's like automotive stuff. Uh, I don't know if listeners, if you're really into automotive, but man, you're going to have those people that are like, man, I drive Ford or I die, you know? And then you got the people that are like Ford stands for fixed or repaired daily. I'd drive a Chevy. You know, you get these people that are like brand specific for whatever reason. And that's fine. You're totally allowed to have your brand, but, When it comes to pinball, not only are people brand specific, but then there's like different like thought processes that go into like how to fix something or how something is like resolved, you know, and you'll talk to people that'll say, or you'll read people because you won't talk to them, but, uh, you'll read them talking about, uh, well, you know, the reason these play fields are having issues is because they aren't letting them sit long enough. They need to, you know, minimum three months or minimum six months, they just need to sit You know, it needs the cure time. Mm, uh Um, You know, you'll hear people say, oh, no, it's actually just these clear polycarbonate um, washers that need to be installed underneath all of it. And then, you know, you hear guys from the stern side that'll say, no, you just can't have any art underneath your posts and you can't over tighten them. Like presumably what happened with this Guns N' Roses Collector's Edition based on the damage and how it's how it's damaged. Cause it's in a twisting mm. uh, way. It's not just like a pooling issue. Like it, the art is like literally twisted around in about the size of a quarter in a few different places. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that you have to be very careful of, and it is possible that they aren't giving the play fields, you know, maybe the few days or week that they really need to cure for, um, I, I can't say for sure. Right. I mean, I know in automotive, you don't clear coat a car and let it sit for six months. And then you're like, well, now, it now we can sell it. Now it's good. You know, realistically they throw it in an oven and after they're done painting it, and that's when it cures like 95%. And then, you know, probably a day or two or a few days later, it'll be cured more or less a hundred percent. Um, but it's definitely very interesting. And I'm not trying to say that anybody's wrong or right, um, but there's a lot of different ways that people are trying to explain that you can skin this cat of like play field related issues. And um, it's really unfortunate because I, you know, at, at the end of the day, regardless of how you fix it, uh, the manufacturers I think are the ones that need to be held responsible for it. And they haven't come up with an actual solution. So I, I really wish we could get it figured out because this is, as much as I'm not going to buy a bunch of new games that are coming out. It still really sucks to see that other people that are genuinely excited about
0: games uh, getting shit on. Well, and this is where it's, you know, you got to speak with your money. Everybody's getting sick of this problem. And so you got to stop buying games and you can't keep giving them money, then they don't care as much.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a double-edged sword, right? Because there's plenty of operators that have to have the latest games because presumably those games almost pay for themselves, at least a quarter of themselves in like the first week of being on route if they put them in the right place. So it's it's definitely Catch-22 because it's like, well, I don't want to give them money, but I need to make money so like, what do I do? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's, it's just all around bad. I guess this is more, it was more of like for the home, home buyer. Cause there's so many new people in this hobby. They're just snapping up anything and everything. And it's like, you know, we've been dealing with this for a little while now. And
1: yeah, I mean, play field issues, aren't something new. And, and I mean, every <clears throat> manufacturer struggled with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're still struggling with it. Right. It's, there's no clear person, I think maybe Haggis, who literally puts a sheet of polycarbonate over the whole playfield or something like that. I mean, yes. Then you won't have dimpling. The ball is physically not touching <laughs> in any capacity the actual playfield. Like, yes, that is going to play perfectly because you've put, uh, like, literally another layer of something other than the playfield that the ball is touching.
0: Yeah, uh, well, uh, wood. Yeah.
1: yeah. Right. So... Yeah, I mean, it'd be it's, it's interesting. I'm sure there's some solution. I don't think we're necessarily going to find it. And I don't think that these companies are going to be dumping, you know, tens of thousands of dollars into R&D to try to push beyond whatever they currently are. So I, I think it's just going to continue to kind of
0: be how it is. I think people are going to start going toward the haggis way of that polycarbonate hybrid play field. Because, like, all the hard top from that <clears throat> outer edge, they do the hard top that you can, like, sand your playfield down and then put this hard top on. Where the art is printed to the backside of the poly. Yep. Um, I mean, that's a very simple solution. And I kind of have a feeling that that's going to be the new way to do things. And The
1: that, new hotness. I don't
0: think it's a bad idea. It's just hopefully there's a way to buff the poly if there's scratches and stuff on it. I mean, if you have a ton of plays and people care about it, because like that clear coat is going to protect these old wood games, but there's still, you still get those you know, ball travel and the scratches and swirls and stuff. There will always be somewhere and I know on like the P3 that poly is replaceable because it you know covers a lcd screen but on a normal play field like haggis i am they secure it to the board so you're not just going to be able to replace it but they've said that they've done ball movement tests and stuff and it hasn't been a problem
1: yeah i mean we'll definitely see i i think that's another great point to p3 right because they too have that polycarbonate that's there and uh not going to get any, any uh, dimples on that, which is pretty rad. Uh, in fact, I'm willing to share this news. Um, I don't know if I've convinced Parnell yet or not, but uh, I will be bringing my P3 to a local convention this year for anyone in Minnesota or around Minnesota to experience at 2DCon this year. So anyone that wants to come to a convention this August uh, is welcome to come to that. And the cool benefit about it is uh, you'll get to see me and my stupid-ass face as well as my P3. So that should be a lot of fun. And I'll have whatever playfield modules I have there. Uh, At the moment, you know, I just have the three, but maybe I'll have a fourth or even a fifth. Who knows? Um, and, you know, I'll be swapping them out so people can play whatever they want to play. So those that are in the Minnesota Midwest area, you know, if you haven't gotten a chance to play one yet and you're itching to go to a convention, I'll definitely have one there. And maybe Parneville too. Maybe we can be a uh, duel in it up, having two heists or one heist and one Lexi or one heist and cart. You know, it's going to be a lot of fun. It sounds too heavy to drag around. I'll come move it for you. Don't worry. Oh, you. God. It is going to be pretty heavy, though. Oh,
0: my God. I don't even know if I should look forward to moving it into my game room. What do you mean? Like, what if it breaks my little cart?
1: It's not going to break your cart.
0: <laughs> my 1,000-pound Harbor Freight cart? Yeah. It's, it's going to be, be fine. fine. It's only three hundred eighty nine pounds.
1: Yeah. Well, that's with the the thing too. I don't think it's going to be that bad.
0: You say that now.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: It'll probably weigh your car down. It could. It's going to max your tow limit. Probably no, little, I d- I don't clear. think it's
1: going to max my tow limit.
2: <laughs>
0: I, d- um, I don't
1: think that's going to happen.
0: <laughs> hey. I just met a new pinball person in Duluth. Did you? Yeah, he recently moved from Texas back to Duluth. uh, And I've been meaning to meet him. And he has an older EM I was going to check out, see if I can help him with anything. And then he's into 3D printing and stuff, so he could help me too. So I've been messaging him on Facebook, and hopefully we can... Kind of connect up and have some hangouts now that everybody's vaccinated, so mm-hmm. that's also a good thing. We can get a weekly or monthly little shindigs going again.
1: I like that. I like that.
0: There's also a F1 race this weekend.
1: Well, you know the other thing. I guess there's an unsung hero among us. I think we definitely need to talk about that for just a quick moment. <sighs>
0: Chelsea
1: well obviously it goes without saying that Chelsea is one of the unsung heroes uh, because she puts up with my bullshit and hasn't like killed me yet by the way listeners if I go missing uh, check underneath any recently built uh, pole barns I'm sure she's hidden my body underneath there Uh, she watches a lot of murder mystery shows I'm not saying I'm in danger but if that woman wanted to get rid of me you would not find me (laughs) uh but what i am talking about though i love you chelsea uh what i am talking about though is uh so first we need to we need to give our listeners an apology because uh parnell sucks (laughs) and occasionally so do i uh and we took a break there uh, not because we were really planning on like oh getting too much we're coming up with too much pinball content it was more just uh we had a bunch of stuff going on i was buying a car uh you guys get a little extra sneak peek tidbit uh was a camper that was purchased as well uh (laughs) so that happened so there's been a lot of kind of things going on in my life and same with parnell's so um one of the biggest struggles that parnell has had because this has really been on his shoulders and he deserves a little clap for helping out is he's been editing every podcast. And some of these podcasts get to be over two hours long. And there's a shitload of time to be listening to yourself and another jackass ramble on for two hours every week. So uh, we hired a slave. I mean, we have a volunteer who said that uh, they wanted to step up and help, edit all of our episodes and uh (laughs) not gonna say no to free labor right like who does so uh zach one of our listeners uh stepped up and said hey i'd really like to take some work off your back so you guys can focus on uh, coming out with content regularly you jackasses uh and i want to help in any way i can so zach is actually uh going to be our new editor so I really hope he has fun listening to Parnell go, um, um, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and editing all those out. Hopefully it's not too bad. I mean, I think we've been getting better as we continue to podcast, but that's you definitely he, something that needed to be addressed. So does it get listeners. better with beer? <sighs> no, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> And you're tired and a few beers deep
0: now. so. I love when my kids wake me up at 5 a.m. It's great. Hey, well, the good news is, is you're going to get to come down here at like 10 and come play Rick and Morty. Wubba lubba dub dub. I'm going to have to make sure I have some Red Bull on hand just to make sure I make it back.
1: We'll, we'll probably be talking the whole way while you drive back anyways.
0: Yeah, so if Zach edits this, thank you so much. It um isn't the worst thing. It's just very tedious, and it's a skill. And what what do you call it? It's like a well, it takes a lot of time. What am I thinking? It's a it's like a a trait, like a skill and a learn An art art that is not for everybody. And he actually said he has some audio experience.
1: A craft. Maybe that's what you're looking craft? for.
0: Craft? Yeah, I don't know. Something with... It isn't just... You can't just pick it up and be amazing at it. It definitely takes time.
1: Yep. In practice. And boy, howdy is he going to get that. Because we're going to start coming out with episodes more regularly. Now that uh, he can presumably pump through an episode in a night. Whereas, historically, it's taken us... Uh, sometimes almost a week from when we recorded to when you guys actually get to listen to us and it's posted up so we're definitely excited about that we're excited to have zach on our team here um you know maybe we'll even have him on one night kind of get a little bit of info on him and hear his thoughts and opinions about the p3 and my uh basement downstairs and you know, kind of talk to someone who's not a big pinball person necessarily, but has definitely gotten an itch in the bug. Because if you're a friend of mine, I don't really give a shit if you like pinball. You're going to come downstairs and play my pinball machines when I get new ones, and we're going to talk about it. And unfortunately, for a bunch of my friends, or fortunately, all depending on how you want to look at it, they've now started to become pinball people. They don't own a pinball machine necessarily. But they all know what games they like, they know what games they don't like, they can tell you about like how a game feels a certain way. They might not be able to explain it exactly, but it's pretty fucking incredible to be able to take somebody that like has no idea or knows that, you know, a pinball machine is a uh, you know, a, a coin op machine and there's a little steel ball bearing bouncing around in there and watch them evolve from pinball go flip to uh, really being able to have conversations after they've played like a new game and talk about like that experience. So that'd be cool to have him on too, I think at some point.
0: Yeah. It's always fun to hear people's opinions that aren't deep in the hobby like we are. Right.
1: Because we're the wine snob aficionados. I think earlier today, I literally was having a conversation with Parnell. We were talking about how I had picked up a Playboy and a Demolition Man and they last my basement all of two weeks and you know i didn't literally say it like this but in my head after i'd gotten done saying it i heard myself saying it it as like well you see next to the other amazing pinball machines i have downstairs those two just clearly didn't stack up to the rest and i had to get rid of them clearly (laughs) clearly uh but that does kind of happen uh you know once you get deep enough into it you can pretty quickly tell if you like, you know, if this pinball is like a pinball, you're just going to play on location, you know, out in the wild, you pump a few coins into and then just kind of like move on. Or if this is one that you really want to have in your basement. Um, so that's definitely uh, something that me and Parnell have kind of become is a bit of snobs. It's OK, though.
0: I don't mind. I'm just turning into like a poor snob. Yeah, like, can't, buy can't buy anymore. Can't buy any more games. So,
1: well, you're about to buy a P3, man. That's like the creme de la creme.
0: Oh yeah, but like after that, it's all done. So I just want to let you
1: guys know. I don't know if you can hear me. I'm lighting a candle, uh, Chelsea. I just Did want to you give fart? you a shout out. No. Oh. Uh, I lit it because it honestly smells really good. Um, so the. Flavor of the candle, which is also the name of it, is I love your personality, but that dick, though. (laughs) And uh, it says, warning, contains the following shit. Fantasies, wet dreams, beautiful nightmares. And it's uh, handmade by wizards, apparently. Uh, It's like an apple cinnamon candle. I just kind of like burning it occasionally. And uh, I don't know. Random fucking tidbit. Welcome to the innards... Inside workings of uh, Ryan's ADHD brain, but uh, thanks for the where, candle, Chelsea. <laughs> where did you get that stuff? What do you mean? Where did that one come from? It was just sitting here, and I really wanted to smell it. <laughs> hey, Zach, wow. another thing I don't know if this is gonna keep staying the podcast or not, it's probably gonna get cut. That's fine. Uh, I just want to let you know, uh really good at getting off topic especially if we don't have show notes and spoiler alert we don't have show notes (laughs) you can tell we don't have show notes because it devolves into this thanks ryan yeah whatever (laughs) um i think that's really about it though in all actuality i don't think we really have anything else to report tonight oh well uh, you know the mandalorian came out we finally saw pictures um, we get gameplay
0: tomorrow so
1: we do so we'll we'll talk about that more when we see more gameplay of it. We did see a picture of spooky being
0: oh God
1: super vague. Ha, 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 and super duper vague. Uh, we got a, a super zoomed in shot of something. We don't know what it is it's the next game and pinside has been carefully deconstructing it. And uh, Ben Heck has commented saying if Pinside had been around in 1963 when the, oh boy, give me just a second. I got to find the quote because goddamn, it was good. So in 1963, Kennedy was assassinated and the Zapruder film was, I think, one of the only films that actually has that happening. Anyways, he said, dear God, if Pinside had existed in 1963, y'all would have saw the Zap Rooter film in 17 minutes because it is really incredible watching these motherfuckers like try to go to town and figure out and deconstruct this like very blurry, zoomed in, not helpful picture at all. And just hearing people like come up with reasons as to why their opinion is the one that's right based on X, Y, and Z. And it's pretty interesting, pretty interesting. Uh, Uh, It should be soon. It should be. Yeah. And I, I think I've heard, uh, soft confirmations, whispers through the grapevines that there is a TNA 2.0 that is going to happen. Yeah. We'll see what happens. TNA 1.0 prices don't tank we'll find out
0: i wouldn't think so but
1: we'll find out well with that listeners good evening good day and good night thanks for listening
0: flip super hard
1: flipping so hard
0: goodbye flip flip mash mash
1: I'm not sorry. Oh, yeah. Gary Stern. And it's not a
0: Juicy Lucy.
1: Handmade by wizards,
0: apparently. We should
1: cut that out. But that dick, though.
0: Very refreshing.
1: Oh, my God. How embarrassing.